Welcome back to Marvel Shwarma. This is a comedy podcast loosely based on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed our new theme music. We were feeling a little self-conscious about not having some opening music. So we decided to make our own, which is the logical and reasonable step for that problem. It's also the cheapest one. Yes, it is. Rather than hiring a keyboard to do it. Yes, that keyboard right in front of us, you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is Marvel Shwarma coming back at you from the... The depths of the hell. Marvel hole. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Usual announcements, we... Still have stickers. Literally, we went through a whole season and a half, maybe two seasons, advertising these stickers, and no one has taken us up on it. I think mom was right. Like, you shouldn't have gotten them. Yeah. At this point, we're just going to keep doing it just <laughs> just because it's a tradition. I think we I'm going to be sad if anybody actually takes all of the stickers. I, I know. I know. Me too. We, we've gotten so used to them being around. They're like old friends. We'll have to yeah. have a... My best going friend, away Sticky McStickington. <laughs> yeah. We have to have a going away party for them. Mm -hmm. Maybe you and I can DJ. All right. And <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we have an email, Marvel Shwarma Podcast. That's all one word at Gmail. Gmail. Dot. Mail. No, dot com. Mail. 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 Uh, God. Are you enjoying listening to us just scream mail over and over those, again? Those poor newcomers who are mm. like, yeah, let's start at season yeah. four. Oh, yeah. I'm really interested in this Marvel Shwarma podcast. Wait, what are they doing? <laughs> My mail. ears hurt. Mail. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like, yeah, that's just like the terrified thoughts that yeah. goes through their mind. So if you want to reach out to us with any ideas or if you want a sticker or if you just want us to send you a mind hug, you can email us at, oh my God. at Marvel. That doesn't sound right at Mar all. Marvel Shwarma Podcast at gmail.com. We're also on various podcasting platforms Box Chat, Squick Rat, Bulb Play, <laughs> Nick Flay. Um, I don't know. Ear Listen and Crumple Mouth Barf. <laughs> Yeah, and Mouth Barf. That's our favorite new platform. Um, feel free to rate, review, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Here we go, subscribe. We go, subscribe down to. Okay. Electric Avenue. And oh. then we'll take it higher. We're going to lock down to Electric Avenue. Oh, there we go. Infection rates are higher. Oh, boy. Did you just make that up? <laughs> no, or? no. Mom uh, showed that to me. I see. I'm not that inventive. I'm not oh. I'm not that good at improv. I can't just do that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in a new season. Welcome to season four. Can you believe that we're doing another season? Can you believe that we're doing another season? Can you <laughs> Anyway. Dad just had an aneurysm and died. <laughs> Many elements of this episode are going to be similar to other seasons. We're going to start off talking about comic books. Mm -hmm. We're going to end with a role play. Mm -hmm. But our first segment is going to be different. And we'll tell you about that when we get to it. 
Dun dun dun. He has his like sleazy businessman smile on. What? We'll tell you about that later. Once we take a minute <laughs> done looking at this car. Ha! Look at it. New as the day I was born. Oh, nice did the muffler fall red... off? <laughs> <laughs> sleek red paint. Can you believe it? It's only going for three million. Yeah. Man. And there's only three dead rats in the trunk. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't Sustenance worry. for a long road trip. <laughs> Those cigarettes borns are impermanent, and I really think they add an air of vintage, uh, antique feel to the interior yeah. design. And the smell inside <laughs> is just wonderful. That stale ashtray, grandpa's sweaty socks type vibe. Everybody loves it. <laughs> oh, I always look for that in a new car. Anyway, speaking of grandpa's socks. What? Speak <laughs> What? What have you been reading this week? What do you want to tell the shawarmites about? I'm just Comics? really thrown off by the the speaking of Grandpa's socks. Why? <laughs> that was a perfectly normal segue into talking about comic books. Okay. Um, Haven't you week... heard? It's you know, it's like we were saying with Shuri, wear your sneakers or put your sneakers on. That means fart. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> as I was saying. Yeah. So this week, I am going to talk about a comic lent to me by my dear friend, Coleman. And I just got it yesterday, and I thought it was great. It was interesting. You've so, read it already? Yeah. The whole thing? Uh-huh. In one day? Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's they're not huge. Okay. They're like, I don't know. Oh, so this no was a single stuff. issue. This wasn't no, one no, this one, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't big. It was normal graphic novel size. Okay. Like, Comic book collection. Okay. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, before you have an aneurysm, what what comic was it? Spider Man: The Gauntlet and the but Lizard. But you hate Spider Man. I know. I'm run out of comic books. <laughs> I see. Okay. So you enjoyed this one, Spider Man yes. and the Lizard Gauntlet. Well, Spider Man: The Gauntlet, and then it was Lizard because there were different ones, like the Juggernaut. I think Morbius was one. Okay. Uh, yeah. So in this, it's it's interesting. I can't tell whether I liked it or not because it was a little weird some parts, but it was also like interesting. It was what, well written. What made it weird? Well, it was about like the lizard and okay. how like who's the lizard? Is that a okay, character here, or just like a little? Did you not see? Chameleon, I mean, he was in the first Spider-Man movie. A little chameleon that scrabbles yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, it was just. He about was him. in the first Spider-Man movie. Movies, the, movies. The, like to, with Tobey Maguire. What, his pet lizard or something? Okay, here, let me explain it. Okay. Okay, so Kurt Connors yes. lost an arm in the war. Ah, okay, now I know who you're talking so about. So he tries to grow it back, but right. then he sometimes transforms into the lizard, which is oh, like a giant okay. reptilian. I just didn't know what he was called, yes. And okay. so this one's about how like he thought he could control the lizard, and so and, but then and he's like doing all this research about how to unlock... Does he go extensively into talking about controlling the lizard? Yes. <laughs> Awkward. It's it's an interesting book. Okay. Um, so it's he goes rated the, all ages, but I would say it's teen plus. I see. So he goes into the lab to control his lizard. <laughs> yes. And so he's like, he's talking about how the lizard brain is very different, how it's just basic instincts, like, mm -hmm. you know, kill, sleep, et cetera, et cetera. Go on social media. <laughs> Check your Instagram for the fifth time today. Um, <laughs> Share maybe some false scroll information. Through the news. <laughs> yeah, those basic instincts. 
And so, Sit in the bathroom for 30 hours. <laughs> that's your basic instinct. <laughs> yeah, so it's about how lizards have, like, just basic yeah. instincts. Yeah, as yeah. I just said 20 times, okay. basic instincts, basic yeah. instinct. But his brain is like that too now. And then he's like, he gets, it gets all creepy towards mm-hmm. his lab assistant, who's a woman. Oh, great. And then his boss comes in, and he's, like, always pushing, like, the other, his lab assistant to sleep with him. Kurt's the, lab the assistant. Boss okay, Kurt? so the Kurt's name is... K- er, Kurt's name the is Kurt. Kurt. My name is the Kurt. I am lizard brain, the Kurt brain. <laughs> okay, so his boss name is King. And so uh, King's always pushing his King. lab assistant, who I can't remember the name of. Let's call her Sophia. She's always pushing Sophia to like sleep with him. So let me just let me just get this straight. You remember the names of the two male characters, but not the female character? It was very I was I don't even know, because he killed oh, hello, spoilers. Um <laughs> And then so, like, Kurt gets increasingly angry uh-huh. until he reaches a breaking point. Oh, okay. And it's it's interesting. And then Spider-Man waltzes in like, hey, guys, oh, there's a giant lizard! <laughs> save me! What? <laughs> and the lab assistant has to save Spider-Man? <laughs> I'll save you, Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man literally runs away from the fight, so. Yeah. And then Aunt May is sure also kind of like so a psychopath now. Who is? Aunt May. She's, like, possessed or something? I'm oh, really? Confused. By a lizard? <laughs> I don't know, honestly. It didn't explain. Yeah. So, yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was. Now, if you could just remind us again, what was the, the lizard brain thing was about primarily what? Basic instincts. <laughs> um, all about basic instincts, how their basic instincts affect their life, how their basic instincts affect their basic instincts. Um, yeah. Those basic instincts were really a key point to the, the, the whole comic was about basic instincts. My basic instinct stinks. Stinks, 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 stinks. We're having a very musical episode this week. Oh, God. Okay, this brings us to our new first segment for season four. This, the idea for this, okay, thank you. The idea for this segment came to us from friends of the podcast, Coleman and Todd. Yes. And what we're going to do is we are going to imagine that we are superheroes and we are giving a eulogy for a villain who has died in the course of one of the movies. Yes. Usually at the end of one of the movies. Yes. Well, I mean, not all the villains die, so maybe they just, you know. Yeah. Gracefully passed away. Right. So... For this first one, we thought we'd start at the beginning with good old Iron Man 1. And Obadiah Stain, yeah. not Jebediah Stain, Dad. A.K.A. Iron Mongoose. I have actually have something to say. Yeah. This is completely on a tangent. Mm-hmm. So just humor me for a hot second. Excuse me, my voice just cracked. <clears throat> You're getting really emotional about I know, this. Are okay. you sure? Um, <laughs> Are you sure you can so, talk about this? I was watching Night at the Museum. Mm-hmm. And I knew that Paul Rudd was in the first one and Hugh Jackman was in the last one, but now I know that there are Marvel actors in all three of them. Mm-hmm. And so there's Paul Rudd, who plays Larry's ex's new boyfriend, Yep. who's Ant-Man. And then in Iron Man 3, there's Hugh Jackman, who apparently plays himself, even though I haven't seen that one yet, so I, I can't verify that. And then I was watching the second one, and then I, I was looking at Alka, the guy who played Al Capone, and I was like, hey, that looks like the guy who plays Punisher in the Netflix TV show. Yeah. And so I looked at yeah. <laughs> and Ben Stiller did the voice of Meek. Uh-huh. 
Meek didn't really have a voice to add. He, went, <laughs> he was like... <laughs> he was like a, a plastic bag full of Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see the hand motion he just did, but it was greatly disturbing. Anyway, so for this <laughs> first uh, attempt at a villain eulogy, we're... Yes, we already did all this. We're going to do Tony yes. Stark doing a eulogy for Obadiah Stane. And I think I'll, I'll start us off. Okay, go ahead. I don't know what we're doing. How are we going to do this? So. Well, go we're, gonna, we're just going to talk this through. All right, it's, improv. It's a new adventure. Go. He broke God's law. <laughs> <laughs> he broke Seth's law. He broke Murphy's law. <laughs> law and order. Uh, Zach Galifianakis at the Purple Onion. we got to credit everything yeah. so that we don't get sued by everybody. Right. Well, everyone, we're gathered here today to remember and celebrate the life of Obadiah Stane. Now, you may remember Obadiah Stane as the industrialist who went insane and built a giant metal suit and tried to kill me and a bunch of other people. But what we must remember is that he was a truly great man. Let me give you some evidence of his greatness. Number one, he was bald. He had the purest, baldest head I've ever seen. You could look in the shine on that thing and clean your teeth in it. It was amazing. I actually have cleaned my teeth in it. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I'm. Hi, I'm Tony Stark as well. <laughs> Hello, extra Tony Stark. Tell us hey. some of your favorite memories of Obadiah Stane. Well, I remember there's this one time. I was actually pretty little, uh, 13. I only had about $4 billion at that point. Yeah. You know, I was still Things were tough for days. us back then. It was pretty hard. And Obadiah was, I was, I kept making like toys and stuff. You know, I wanted to create something, you know, truly yeah. cool for the kids, the kid market. And Obadiah just sat me down and he was like, kid, nobody cares about what you're doing. Get your butt out there and you make some weapons and you blow up the world. And I took his advice and look where I am today. I think... Uh, what was I saying? Hi, everybody. I'm Pepper Potts. Oh, hey, Pepper. Hey, Pep. Even Pep. though Obadiah Stane tried to rip me from limb to limb, I think, um, <laughs> I have some favorite memories of him. That rhymed. Woo! <laughs> um, <laughs> this is like Alexis. One of my favorite memories of good old Obi, as I like to call him, or Staney, as I called him sometimes, I know, Rhodey liked to call him Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, yeah. Was his cigars. He always had a cigar. Sometimes it was lit. Sometimes it wasn't lit. Sometimes it was in his mouth. Sometimes it was in his pocket. And I remember this one time when I said, Hey, Stainy, what are you going to do with that cigar when you're done? And he said, Check this out, Pepper. And he stuck out his tongue and he put the cigar out <laughs> on his tongue. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And I actually had some experience with him as well. I'm I'm James Rhodes, in case you don't know me. I'm the pilot of the Hi, War Rody. Machine. Hi, Rhodey. Nobody cares, Pepper. Uh, I'm the pilot of the War Machine Armor. Uh, I work for the U.S. military. Uh, I work for the U.S. military. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and I d didn't really care for Obadiah much. I mean, he was a good man at heart. Yeah. But... He always, I never, I don't think I even ever met him in the course of that two hours that my life somehow went through, even though it felt like it was like two weeks or something, but apparently it was two hours. And I never really met him, but I could tell he was a good man because he 
always liked to beat on Tony because, I mean, Tony's the worst thing. Can we all just agree on that? <laughs> hey, everybody. My name's Quentin Beck. What you is may, that guy doing here? You may you remember. You never even knew Obadiah. Yes, I did. I used to be an employee of Tony Stark's. Remember I made the barf machine? I got the pleasure of getting to know Obadiah Stane over several years that I was employed at Stark Industries. And let me tell you, that guy was a jerk! He um, used to send me out for coffee, and then I would come back, and he would say, This isn't right! And he'd take steaming hot coffee and throw it in my face. Oh, hi. Am I late? Uh, and that's why I became mysterious. I don't know who you are. Uh... My name's Jebediah Stane. I'm, I'm Obadiah's twin brother. And, well, how to describe Obadiah? We've known each other for a fairly long time, since birth about that time. Um, I was his identical twin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could see that my bald head is even balder than his. It was an argument we used to get into It's really kids. amazing. It is. Um, I've been bald since birth. He's been bald since birth. It was the only thing that kept us together as a family when mom and pa were fighting. Uh, they would say, but look at our kids, they're so bald. <laughs> and then they would <laughs> immediately have to stay together. You know, it's the baldness that really cakes a family. It's the glue that holds it all together. Now, and, Jebediah, this no. is Tony Stark again. Oh, Don. Can I just Not ask you guy. a question? No, I don't care. Obadiah Stane said there was something in your family history that was a little troubling. And he told oh. me to ask you about well, it. Well, uh... Are you, are you? Do you have the the thing where you can turn the lights off and give me the cool robot voice? Well, this is an audio broadcast, so oh, nobody uh, can see you, but we can okay. turn the lights off if you wish. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, can we give me a robot voice? Yes, we can do that. Okay. In post production. Okay. Uh. So. Uh. I. Uh. I was. I was. It was Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and uh, Mom told me to go get Obadiah from the basement. And so I went down, he was doing something, I couldn't see what he was doing, because he was like bent over a table. And I asked him what he was doing, and he said, make an ecstasy. And he had this little blue juice, and this thing that he called like a snark reactor or something. Hmm. And he was trying to get them to go together, and I, that was, that was, that was wrong, that was just wrong. It broke God's law, it broke Seth's law, I mean, it Jeff broke Jeff law, it broke Murphy's law, law and order. Yeah, it was just it was just wrong. I couldn't even I couldn't even bear it. Well, with that moving story, I'm almost brought to tears. This I don't think that's possible. I think your caliber. I think this is a good place for us to bring our eulogy of our beloved friend Obadiah Stane and Ironmonger to a close. Obadiah Stane, not a stain on humanity. Wow. You think you're so clever, don't you, Mr. Stark? Yes, I am. Okay, well, if your eardrums have not burst, because someone <laughs> insists on screaming into the microphone every five seconds. I'm telling you, Jebediah Stain doesn't hold back for nobody. No microphone, oh, you're no still person. Here. You're still here. Oh, yeah. Joel Jebediah sticking he, around. Jebediah doesn't hold back for God's law. He doesn't hold back law. for Seth's law, Murphy's law, law and order. I have a feeling that we're going to be the only ones laughing at this. Yes! <laughs> anyway, this brings us to our usual segment two, our role-playing segment. And for this season, we're going to be focusing on what, Leonore? The uh, X-Gene. The X... 
the X gene. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're gonna be role playing the X gene. <laughs> Hi, I'm a gene. No. Yes. Thank you. We are gonna be focusing on the X gene, but as manifested in the form of X men and uh, a few X women. Yeah, okay. So for this week, our first episode, we're gonna be role playing Cyclops. Goes bird watching. Woohoo! Hi, I'm Cyclops. I like to blast things with my eyes. Are we Yay! in the role play now? Yes. No, no, I was just introducing the character. Hi, I say see. hi. Say hi, Cyclops. Hi. Okay. Role playing. Take one. Pa pa pa. Jebediah, you ready for an exciting day of bird watching? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you um, mean? I thought you were knocking on my door because you wanted to go bird watching. Yeah, Is I'm here. Today? I'm here to go bird watching. Um, are you Are you ready? Do you have your binoculars? Oh, I think I left. Scott, it. why do you say my name like that, huh? I'm just asking if you have your binoculars, Scott. Why do you say my name like that? Like, do you think my name's not Scott or something? No, I know, but I know you have another name, Scott. What what other name? What are you talking Cyclops. about? Cyclops. What? I've That's given... why you wear those funny glasses. What? These are my sunglasses. They're they're very trendy. Anyway, let's like see your in... binoculars. You got some binoculars? Uh, yeah. We're going see? bird watching. Look, right here. Look, see? Do you see uh, these binoculars? Yes. How come they're so tiny? Well, because my eyes are tiny and I have to like slip them under my glasses and then I have to like clip them onto my glasses so I can see through my glasses. And Why do you have one pair of binoculars that you clip to each eye? You know, you're supposed to look in. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's what they always say. You're the one who's doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. Anyway, let's see you give the binoculars a try. All right. Well, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops. Oh, okay. Um, I'm vaporized. Uh, God, now I have to find a new bird watching partner. <laughs> Is that is that bird watching hotline? This is the still sound open? of my smoke blowing away. Oh, there goes Jebediah's smoke again. <laughs> Two. Oh, hey, are you? <laughs> Ow! Why did you throw your binoculars at that bird? Well, I thought that's what I was supposed to be doing. No, look, see, I mean. You just lost your binoculars. I mean, we're standing on a railing in front of, like... We're standing on a railing? <laughs> My God, get down! What, are you suicidal or something? Cyclops, come on, get down here again. I well, mean, there was the an first interesting, time. Well, there was an interesting bird, see? <clears throat> I think it was the rare red-throated pupilati deep. <laughs> yeah, well, we'd all be able to see the red-throated pupilat if you hadn't lifted up your visor and blasted it to bits. Now it's just a cloud of feathers well, I needed to and get a roasted better look bird at meat. It. You see, I have this red tint through my glasses. Cloud of feathers and roasted bird meat. Okay, so what are you? What are you? What's your point? Oh my god! Cloud of feathers and roasted bird meat. Look, it's a cloud feather bird for bird meat bird over there. <laughs> it's very rare. Yeah, that's because you just vaporized that blue snark monk. Oh no! Bird. I'm pretty sure that's a cloud feather roasted bird meat bird. <laughs> okay. Very good identification. Uh, is there any way you could look through your binoculars without lifting up your visor? Um, 
well see so i could but then i'd have to take off my visor just entirely i wouldn't just be lifting it up so like see i could just do it like this <laughs> oh darn oh is that a purple splicked deckity river river roll flip a plane to take three. the three oh hi jebediah what's up i didn't see you there Die, Shatari scum! Alright, that concludes episode one of season four! Bless you. Thank you. Of I'm not sure what the proper blessing for that is. Something on exorcism? I think it's put on your sneaker or whatever. Zeus preserve thee! Zeus preserve thee. My name is Matt. And my name is Jebediah Stane. Oh, you're still here, Jebediah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Great. I'm just going to stick around for a little while, you know. <laughs> I was thinking they might uh, give me some of that northern hospitality I keep hearing about. Sounds good. Great. Thank you. Um, I'm going to need a AK-47 and a handful of oranges. I can give you a <laughs> banana and a bucket of goat cheese. <laughs> That's yeah, the closest I can get. That'll do. That'll do. All right. Thank you. Thank you greatly. And tune in next time, which might be never. Good job. I'm great at this. Can I just be the new announcer for this show? No, I don't think oh, so. I know, I know, but I think I'm doing great here. Mm-hmm. Ironmonger's my dad. Ironmonger's my brother. Wait a minute. Oh, my, my God! God! Scott! Scott! <laughs>